Hello and welcome to episode 45. This episode is being co-hosted with uh, Barry White, courtesy of a nice little visit from pharyngitis. I haven't been acquainted or it's a long time since I've had pharyngitis. I'm well aware of um, what's caused it and uh, it is emotional. So I will be dealing with it and working out how to deal with it. On this podcast, I want to talk about chaos and how we can take the chaos and change our lives. So you might have experienced chaos during the relationship. It's heightened when it's over. Unlike physical abuse, emotional abuse puts you in a state of confusion. And you might have come out of the relationship completely unaware that it was abusive. It's a bit like Chinese water torture. It happens really, really slowly. It turns you insane. But you can use this chaos once you've managed to get hold of it and calm it down and turn it into something more powerful. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level, becoming the best version of yourself. When I was writing my book, The A to Z, I had this statement in the beginning there was chaos and I kept repeating it and repeating it. I knew it had to go in. And I think it was as I was compiling information for the book that I thought I'd write a blog post and I typed in to a search engine in the beginning, thinking that it was going to give me some information on Genesis and the creation of heaven and earth. But instead I was reading about chaos and the gaping emptiness. In the beginning, there was only chaos, the gaping emptiness then or by themselves, or out of formless void, sprang forth three more primordial deities, Gaia, Earth, Tartarus, the underworld, and Eros, love. Once love was there, Gaia and Chaos, the two female deities, were able to procreate and shape everything known and unknown in the universe. In Greek mythology, primordial deities are the first generation of gods and goddesses. And as I said, I've It was the research I thought I would find information or it would be linked to heaven and earth, but instead it was the chaos. Perhaps you've experienced this chaos yourself and the emptiness, or you may still be going through that. Believe me, if you heal these wounds, this will be the best gift you will ever receive. Out of this chaos comes love. And today I'm recording this on Valentine's Day, so it's a bit of a win-win-win. This was a love that you may never have experienced before in your life. The cycle of abuse is everything. It is the beginning and it is the end. And yes, there were good times scattered throughout that relationship. They're perhaps the memories that are demanding attention. They are the ones fighting to be more powerful than the ones of abuse. And you override it thinking maybe it wasn't that bad. And then the pain of being out of the relationship, the confusion, these are the main ingredients and the information or the words that you heard, earworms that told you you couldn't live without them and how good you were together. Where is the abuser now? You might have woken up to their behaviour and left or they've gone or they might be playing games with your emotions. You might be feeling, oh, the abuse wasn't as bad as the pain of being out of this relationship and 
you might be thinking, I'd be better in the relationship than I am here. And you're experiencing total chaos and grief. You were told that you can't live without them. And then poof, they went. You're left with your life in chaos. They were your soulmate. You were meant to be together. The abusers caused so much chaos and drama. And perhaps being in that situation or those situations actually kept you feeling alive. Emotional abuse is a pattern of behaviour. One person is using fear, humiliation, guilt or manipulation tactics to gain power over another. Unlike physical abuse, it often goes unnoticed and the damage it caused puts you in a state of confusion. You had no idea it was taking place. It happens really slowly. It turns you crazy. They chip away at your self-esteem and you then begin to doubt your perceptions of reality. And they use so many different tactics to trap you, to gain power and control over you, your life and your finances. They manipulate you into believing that they're protecting you when in fact they're the ones that are abusing you. The chaos is the destruction left at the end of the relationship and probably during the relationship, during those devaluation and discards. And they walk away without a backward glance, having secured their next place their next source of supply and you may be trying to understand what happened it's a game you don't have the rules though the aim of the game is to bond you to them so you can't reject them or abandon them this is a trauma bond it's designed to trap you it has invisible chains holding you in the relationship you're unable to move you're unable to escape you're lured there with fakery and you're held there in an invisible prison they have the key but they'll never give it to you not even at the end of the relationship. While there's still breath in your body, you have the ability to provide them with a source of supply. They might contact you, reach out, they're just checking that you're okay, or they've realised they can't live without you, or they're hurting, or they need you. They don't want you to go through this alone. And the list goes on. What was the, what have you been told? So during that idealisation stage, they've positioned themselves as caregiver. They've manufactured a love that you may never have experienced. They see you on a level you may never have been seen they hear you on a level you may never have been heard and then they start devaluing you with the slight put downs favorite tool next to gaslighting triangulation you may have rationalized their behavior believing they care for you and you create more bonding and this is the reason you're so connected and the relationship ends and you don't know how you will survive without them and some of the chaos comes with a hidden message and this chaos comes with instructions on how to heal. So you might not be able to see or read the instructions. You might not be able to hear them. These instructions are built in. This is about an inner listening. When they threatened your safety through their bad behavior, it was you that you turned to them. You turned to them for protection, believing that they were looking out for you, believing they loved you and you were creating this bond. This is why you felt so connected. And this relationship finishes, your stress levels are so high. You experience fear that you have never ever experienced before and you can't imagine your life without them and this might be because they've told you so many times that you can't live without them that you're meant to be together and there's another element to this when you when they play this a game the cycle of abuse they've always come back so they take you through the idealization the devaluation the discard at that discard they might it might be an emotional discard it might not be a physical one they've always come back they've always swept you back round to 
idealization and you were taught to wait you were taught to wait it might be even in childhood you were taught to wait by a parent or a grandparent or a teacher that was saying to you if you hang on long enough you were going to get the attention or you're going to be seen and heard like the other pupils in your class or the other children in your family unit so you've been taught to wait and this is where you might be stuck in this chaos because this time they haven't come back and throughout this whole relationship they have played victim they played victim with their other relationships and you you fell for those stories those victim stories and now they're doing it again they programmed you to believe that this is all your fault they programmed you to believe that you couldn't live without them and this pain is real it feels like somebody's kicked you in the chest in the stomach it runs deep into your soul and they have so many different tools that they use they use avoidance they bait you they belittle you they blame shift you they broke down your boundaries they confused you with their circular conversations and their word salad they created you a situation where you became codependent on them they coerced you they used techniques to um, coerce you in that relationship to hand over the power they made you crazy they used fake tears they future faked you they gaslit you, they created jealousy, they wore masks, they manufactured these emotions. This is all the mindfuckery. Mindfuckery is a noun, it's a vulgar slang, it's the term used to describe mental confusion. It's inflicted deliberately by another person when the words don't match the action. But he says he loves me, why would he do that? Mindfuckery is the collision of cognitive dissonance and gaslighting. It's the mental confusion that happens in such a covert way that it distorts your reality it's making you question your sanity it's making you question your memory and turning you crazy your intuition it knew it knew something was wrong you didn't believe their story something felt off they lied to you and you end up questioning yourself while they minimize your feelings they mirror there's narcissistic rage that they use objectification projection shaming silent treatment smear campaigns the list goes on you might have found yourself walking on eggshells you tiptoed around them you've tiptoed around them you protected them you protected your children you protected your friends and your family you avoided saying or doing something to keep the peace any abuse is horrific but emotional abuse is silent and it isn't usually until after the relationship is over that you start to realize what actually happened you lived in an unknown fear you might be still jumping at the slightest sound or anticipating what the atmosphere changing or something happening you might be feeling empty inside I remember describing it as feeling like a shell of my former self and I'd lost everything I was broke and I was broken and I would look in the mirror and there was no reflection there was nothing in my eyes I did not recognize the person staring back at me I did not know how I would move on I then got stuck in another cycle this one was of questioning and doubting and I kept asking myself if only I had said something or done something or maybe if I'd done something or hadn't done something or hadn't said something I wouldn't be in this place I believed this was all my fault and I believed that if I changed if I could go back to each situation and change it the result would be different and then I realized that outcome was always going to come that was a 
pivotal moment, a change for me. I also realised that closure wasn't something that I was going to get either. And when you start to get to that point, when you start to realise, and it might be moments to start with before you go back into that cycle of questioning. When you get to that point, ping, 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 the trauma bonds one by one are starting to break away. They're starting to sever. And then you might start to notice you're spending more time out of that place, out of that questioning. And then you get those moments of clarity where you can swoop in and become your own cheerleader. This chaos holds important information. So in the beginning, there was only chaos, the gaping emptiness. And then either all by themselves or out of the formless void sprang forth three primordial deities, Gaia, Gaia, Tartarus and Eros. Once love was there, Gaia and Chaos, the two female deities, were able to procreate and shape everything known and unknown in the universe. Ground and breathe and have honest conversations with the chaos because love is waiting in the shadows. Love wants to jump into your life. This is about self-love. Sit down with a pen and a a piece of paper and write out. This is really important. Writing by hand, not typing on a keyboard. It doesn't matter about whether you can spell, what your grammar's like or how you punctuate a, a sentence or a paragraph. This is about getting the emotions, setting them and releasing them through your hand onto paper, write out how you feel. And then you can leave it for a while and then go back and then lean in and see how you feel about this situation and what you want to do about it. You have been violated in such a cruel way by someone who convinced you over a period of time, whether that's months, whether that's years, whether that's decades, that you could trust them. And once you've done this, Chaos and Gaia are able to procreate and they are able to show you how you can shape your future, create an unknown universe that is yours. You can do this. They will allow you to bring in love. When Chaos comes to visit, you have a conversation with her and those wounds. She comes bearing the full instructions on how you can heal. So learn to ground, earth yourself, breathe, be in your body and those honest conversations. This is about leaning in. When you want to reach out, you reach in because that is where you will get the feeling. Your intuition will wake up again as well and you will be able to feel the instructions because your wounds will be talking to you. They'll be telling you what you really want. When you want to reach out and you want a hug, it might actually be something else. When you think that you want to reach out to your abuser, ask what you really want. Maybe speak to an inner child or the person that was hurt in a certain situation. It's amazing what can happen after these relationships. If you have a flashback of a certain situation, it might be a conversation or it might be you see yourself sitting somewhere or it might be they turn up in an environment or they come home after work or it brings up an emotion. It might bring up a memory. It might bring up a feeling. And it's those moments that you talk to. Find out what was really going on and what you really need. And you can then have a conversation with those wounds and you can be your own cheerleader. You can be your own advocate for healing and you can be your own parent or your own teacher whatever it is that you need in that moment you can do this yourself I hope this podcast has been helpful my whole thing is and always has been I want to guide you as much as I can 
to help you heal on a level that you may never ever get the chance to experience. This abuse is horrific. It really is horrific. It is confusing. It is painful. You haven't been beaten up physically. You've been beaten up emotionally and you feel it. And there is so much that can come out of it. And it might not feel like that at the moment. And you too might be looking into a mirror and there's nobody on the other side. You too might be experiencing that chaos. Please, if you want to reach out, send me an email or send me a, a, me a message on Facebook. Or if you're not in my Facebook group, The Divorce Sanctuary, come and join me. And let's, I want to help you heal on a level you didn't know possible. I work with people one-to-one. -one. I can help you break this and deal with it and honestly create a life that you never thought imaginable. Um, me and Barry are going off now to have a, a warm drink and rest our vocal cords and I will catch up with you and sending you loads and loads of love until next time.